Hello, and welcome to the Webtoon Room. I'm Will. And I'm Crudy. And today's bonus episode is going to be about some news that came out a little while ago about a certain list of Webtoons that are getting adaptations. Yeah, we did a bonus episode a while back when the initial announcement came out, when Webtoon announced Webtoon Studios. So if you want to check out our thoughts on that, we have that in our library of episodes for you to listen to. But yeah, Webtoon subsequently came out because initially I remember when that initial announcement came out, everyone was like in a tizzy, basically wondering what Webtoons would be adapted and with this announcement we got some answers and we got some webtoons to talk about and we got some pretty darn good ones at that i know i am excited um we aren't reading all of these but we are reading some of these so we will unfortunately i know they're they're readers for all of these webtoons so i'm sorry if we don't talk about your favorites but hopefully we do get around at some point to checking them out but we will be talking about the ones that we are currently reading today just for reference, the webtoons that got announced are Nanolist, Yumi's Cells, Your Letter, Omniscient Reader, and The Remarried Empress. Mm-hmm. Lots of good stories to pick from. And out of those, Crudy and I are going to be talking about Omniscient Reader and mostly Yumi Cells. Let's be <laughs> honest here. We love Yumi Cells. We mentioned it in a previous What We're Reading episode, I think. That was our holiday one, our bonus holiday what we're reading episode. We mentioned Yumi Cells and how much we enjoy it. So yeah, I'm excited to get into it. And I'm curious about just to talk in general how these adaptations are going to look, because I believe some of them are going to be Korean drama adaptations. We know the Tower of God, Noblesse, and God of High School are anime adaptations. And then there's like film as well. That's a potential one. So It'll be interesting to get into all of that. Yeah, let's just start at the top with Yumi Cells. This one is beloved by many and definitely beloved by us. Ugh, yes, I, oh gosh, I love Yumi Cells so, so much. And I didn't expect to love it as much as I did. I just had no idea what to expect. But yes, oh my gosh, it's such a wonderful story. But... Whether or not that will translate well to a Korean drama adaptation, which is what it's going to be, it's going to be a Korean drama, that is another question. What do you think? I don't know, honestly. And we were talking before the Sweet Home adaptation came out, like, I had the same attitude. I don't know. I ended up not liking the Sweet Home adaptation that much, which we did talk about in another bonus episode, by the way, go check that one out. But I am still optimistic. I still do want to see what it looks like, and I know that there are good K-drama adaptations of other shows and other, like, manga and other stories, so I am really hopeful. Yeah, Korean dramas can be hit and miss sometimes with adaptations and remakes, but they have some really good ones too, so it's, it's hard to definitively say. I can share my take, though, and maybe like what I can expect from Yumi Cells, just from what I know of the webtoon and the story, which I've completed the webtoon, and um, my knowledge of Korean dramas. I used to be an avid watcher back in ye old days. I haven't caught up in the last couple of years, but um, I still love them. I still think they're awesome television. They're wonderful. My take is that as wonderful of a story as Yumi Cells is, I actually don't have super high hopes for a really good Korean drama adaptation, and I can explain why, but that's my initial thought process. 
I am curious. Do go on. Well, the way that I see it, Yumi sells, if you think about the story, it is about its main character, Yumi. And we know Kim Goen has been tapped. Uh, she's confirmed, I believe, to play Yumi, uh, which is a, is a good choice. I haven't really seen her in anything, but I have heard good things about her. So um, let me know, you know if anyone else is more familiar with the Korean drama landscape and has seen recent things she's been in. Let me know what your take is. But from my perspective, I just don't really have one about her as the main lead. But as much as we love Kim Yumi and love and really cheer her on, like we root for Yumi in this story. As much as we do that, I think a lot of the webtoon's heart and relatability is in its cells, in Yumi's cells. It's in the title. And I think that is what makes the series so charming. And as I said, so relatable because we all have an anger cell. We all have a love cell. We have a rational cell that we use when we do certain activities. And then we have an emotional cell that really carries us through other ones. So that's the component of it that I think really hits with so many readers. And I, I am curious to see how a Korean drama adaptation will handle this. But I confess, I am not super confident that it is going to do it in a way that isn't super cheesy. I think it's going to be kind of a tough thing to do because it's just a format difference, right? It's just the change in format from like a webtoon where you can really approach the story. It's kind of like a book in that way where you can really get inside the main character's head. You can get really internal in a way that TV shows and movies have a harder time doing because you're viewing things from an external lens. So, and it's really just because of that reason that I think it would be challenging. And I think that there is a way to make this work, but there needs to be significant changes to the approach. And I'm not necessarily sure how they're going to approach that. Yeah, that is definitely a real concern. I also have a concern about it too and that being of the art. How do you translate that? And it sort of goes hand in hand with what you described earlier about how do you make it not cheesy? How do you make the art style of Yumi Cells, this kind of Doraemon-esque kind of art style that's reminiscent of a lot of older classic manga, how do you make that work in live action and not make it look like cheesy CG? Mm, yeah, no, I mean, and that's exactly what I pictured when I first thought of this. And I was like, no, 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 <laughs> that's not what you want, um, because it is really such a touching story. And it would take away from the emotional impact of what Yumi Cells is about. Yeah, and really, that is the core of Yumi Cells. It's the emotional impact of everything. And that's what makes us care so much. So if it doesn't look right, if it doesn't feel right, it's going to be really hard to get into. Absolutely. And the thing, too, is that we're not just talking about Yumi cells. This webtoon is so charming and interesting and relatable because we see cells from other characters. Cells from Yumi's love interests or, you know, from her friends, too. It's really about that. And that's that relatability component of, like, everyone has got something going on. And we're all connected in this way. And it's just great. It's just a great story. It's a great message. And that's why you and I connect to it so deeply. Absolutely. Yeah. But that being said, I am still keeping my hopes open. I'm still keeping 
open to this adaptation. I would love to be pleasantly surprised. I would love to love this adaptation or at least find something interesting and new about it, even if it's different from the webtoon. That's totally fine. I think the Korean drama could keep the spirit of Yumi Cells, even if it changes some things here and there to better suit a Korean drama format. That is fantastic. I would love to see that. I hope they do Yumi Cells justice. That is my hope. That is my hope as well. The other webtoon on this list that we are reading is Omniscient Reader. Actually, you're the only one reading it because I haven't checked it out yet, but I will. I want to, just haven't gone around to it yet. It's really fun. It's really good. You should check it out. Uh, I want to. Uh, okay, yeah, I, I will. I will. I will get to it. But yes, continue. Tell me what you think about an adaptation for Omniscient Reader. I believe they announced that it was going to be a film. And that is really interesting. Yeah, explain. Omniscient Reader is the kind of story that definitely could fit in a film format. I'm just not sure how you would pace it. And I'm not going to get to spoiler territory, but it's going to be interesting to see what they do with what's out. Do you think they would be able to condense it to a film? Or, or would they have to kind of make a midway point, kind of the ending of the film, some kind of thing like that? Because it is still an ongoing webtoon, I believe. Yeah, I'm not sure, honestly. There's a bunch of ways you could go about doing it. But my worry is just that regardless of how it gets condensed, it gets condensed into something that's just kind of okay or lesser. I'm not going to compare the webtoon to whatever film adaptation they do. I would want to judge it on its own just as a film. But... I worry that even just as a film, it may not hit the mark. Right. And this is the kind of thing that we talked about with Sweet Home in that bonus episode where Sweet Home, the Korean drama adaptation, didn't spend as much time as Sweet Home, the webtoon, building that relationship with its characters, with you, the reader. And it did feel a little bit, I remember you saying, as if they expected you to already be familiar with this story, when you need to be able to judge it like an independent piece of media, we need to be able to, you know, I hadn't read Sweet Home, and I needed to be able to go in it and connect with the characters and understand what was happening, independently of whether or not I had read the webtoon. Yeah, totally. And we'll see. I don't think I have too much more to say on it, other than I'm going to wait with bated breath. I am curious to see how Omniscient Reader is going to turn out. I'm also curious to check out some of the other webtoons on this list because there are three others that you and I are not current with and we're not reading. And just as out of curiosity to see what kind of stories are these and how these may be adapted. I'm fairly familiar with the premise of The Remarried Empress, but I'm not at all familiar with Nanolist or Your Letter. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I'm familiar with The Remarried Empress. I'm not familiar with the other two, but check them out. Yeah, absolutely. And either way, I mean, we talked about this before. It is really cool to see these adaptations being done. Yeah, and it's definitely an exciting time, though, to be a Webtoon fan. Absolutely. Thank you all for listening in on today's episode. We are so happy you could sit in with us. We always love doing these bonus chats, and it's really fun to just analyze the Webtoon landscape and see what's going on. Yeah, it is. 
And if you want to chat with us about it, you can hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at the Webtoon Room. You can also email us thewebtoonroom at gmail.com. We're super reachable, guys. You can just DM and we're right there. Um, <laughs> but seriously, though, uh, thank you all for listening. And we will catch you next time. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye.